kid disclaimer. This is made for kids. Always ask a parent, guardian, or someone who is in charge of you before watching, buying, listening to, or doing anything in my podcast, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, or TikTok. I also hope you all have a wonderful day and enjoy some of these videos and podcasts and different things that I do. And remember, don't always do stuff you see at home. You should be cautious and make sure it's the right thing for you. And make sure your parents are okay with it or your guardian. I also hope you all have a wonderful, great day, afternoon, and night. And I hope every kid out there is enjoying their free time. And have a great, wonderful day and enjoy my This podcast is for kids, so ask a parent, guardian, before watching, buying, or doing anything. Or listening to a podcast. It may or may not like the podcast content, content, so always ask permission before you do something. But I would say, I hope you all like my podcast, enjoy the things I talk about. On the one podcast, I talk about animals and mythical creatures. On the other, I talk about like Yu-Gi-Oh, Pokemon, Dumbo, Disney, Easter eggs, stuff like that. So I do have like two, I do two characters that have podcasts. One's like a mermaid hybrid. She's like a fairy mermaid creature. And the other's like a person who likes boy and girl things and talks about them like Pokemon, Yu-Gi-Oh, um, Dragon Ball Z if you want. So check it out. Enjoy. Okie dokie artichokey, it's time for an ad break slash sponsor. So I hope y'all listen and keep on tuning in because we will continue this conversation after our ad slash sponsor. I hope y'all enjoy this podcast today. And the sponsor and ad will be right back. I hope y'all enjoy this podcast. Please stay tuned because the ad is coming up soon. And with the ad coming up soon, I know y'all might want to skip it, but you should at least try to listen to some of it. Maybe it's important. I hope y'all tune back in for more of this podcast. And I hope the ad and sponsor is a good one, Artichokey. Okay, dokie, Artichokey. Ad break is now. Okay, today we are going to be talking about for the Gummy Bears Podcast Land. Gummy Bears Podcast Land, platypuses. And you probably would like to know how I thought about platypuses. I was watching TikTok, so if you're 13 and up, you understand this. Or if you watched your parents' TikTok, my daughter tries to steal mine. Or go through videos, and I'm like, no, no, you're too little. You're too little for TikTok. And she looks at me like, Mom, I am nine going to be ten. I'm like, but you're too little. And she's like, no, I'm not. Stop saying I'm little. It's a whole thing. 
But anyway, I was watching TikTok and I found Dr. Doofensmirtz, the voice actor, and he was actually making TikToks. And he's like, oh my goodness, the San Diego Zoo has an actual platypus. And I'm like, hey, what do I have for my animal podcast? And I'm like, oh, I don't think I did platypuses yet. And I was like, yay, I could do a platypus story. Platypuses, the platypus, are two species of in China, and the world's only mana term or egg-laying mammal. What do they look like? About half the size of a household cat, adult males and females can differ trend greatly in size and weight. The average male platypus is about 15 centimeters long, had the tail, while females measure about 43 centimeters. Platypuses are dark brown on their backs and generally light, light brown on their bellies. Under their long, corso outer hair is fine, dense under fur, which is oily in texture. This fur ranges in color from gray to dark brown, with this slightly flatted stem-lined body and sh short and short legs. Snout. They are well adapted for swimming. They look so cute. I know that I talked about green platypuses, so I'll have to type that in. So sorry if you're hearing clicking. Click it, click, click, clack. <laughs> so many clickings. Okay. Okay. The forelegs push the animal through the water while their hind legs tail behind acting as suitable rotters. When dipping and burrowing or moving on land, platypuses can fold away their flat feet extensions. The name platypus means flat feet. The platypus has no outer ear lobe, and both its eyes and ears close when it dies. It has very sharp vision or long distance. But because its eyes are towards the top of its head, it cannot see objects directly under its nose. The duck-like bill of the platypus is a flexible, soft, and very sensitive organ. It helps the animals to find its way, to search for food, to pick up electric discharges from its prey. Although it has no teeth, the platypus uses grinding plates on the upper and lower surface of the jaw to chew its food. The platypuses keep its body temperature constant by controlling the heat products from native bush. It can reduce blood flow to areas of its body that have no fur, particularly its tail rear feet and bills. Its fur is waterproof and traps an installing layer of air textures to skin, protecting themselves. Platypuses are shy animals and usually 
and will usually dive underwater to swim away from an attacker. However, if unable to escape, male platypuses will try to stab an attacker with the hollow spouse on their hind legs. Thus, spouse are connected to a skull containing poison strong enough to kill a dog. Wow. Did you know that platypuses and two species of E-C-H-I-C-H-E-C-H-I-D-N-A are the world's only monitors or leg egg in animals. The name monitor comes from the fact that these animals only have a single opening for reproduction and getting rid of body waste. When the first platypus specimen was sent to England for identification, its appearance was so strong that it has thought to be a hoax. An animal that had a muzzle like a duck and carried a tail like a beaver was said to be an impossibility. Since then, scientists have come to accept that this Australian native is very real, but it's something of a rarity. Where do they live? Platypuses commonly live in rivers, streams, and lakes of Eastern Australia from the Annanen rivers in northern Queensland to the far south of Victoria and Tasmania. They are found in the major permanent rivers streaming in the south of MSW, west of Great Diving Range, and occasionally in South Australia. Out of water, platypuses spend most of their time in burrows, which have been dug into the riverbanks with their entrance usually above water level. The animal uses a number of short resting burrows as protection from predators and temperatures extremes. Burrows used for nesting tend to be more elaborate with many side branches. What do they eat? Mainly in not Natural animal, the platypus can be seen during the early morning and late evening. It spends about half its time in the water feeding. In fact, it can spend up to 10 hours in the water at any time, one time. Normally, a platypus stays underwater for about two to one minutes. But if disturbed, it may stay underwater for up to 10 minutes. The platypus usually catches its food underwater, shifting through the gravel and mud of the riverbed. A great deal of mud can be consumed in this product. The platypus fills its cheeks pouches with unrich food, and when it was finished feeding its rest on the water surface to grind shallow the food, its diet contains mainly of riverbed animals such as insects larva. However, it also eats freshwater shrimp and may catch adult insects on the surface of the water. Breeding. Platypus's breeding season is in spring, running from October to March in NSW. Then will spill a nesting burrow up to 30 meters in length, containing a nesting chamber. This chamber is about 30 centimeters square. Is packed with vegetation before she lays her eggs. The female platypus plugs the burrow in one or more places. This may protect the mother and her eggs from predators 
and keep the nesting chamber at a stable temperature and humidity level. Between one and three lays the eggs are laid, or incredibly incubated by the mother, who curls around the eggs with her tail laid over them. When the young platypus hatches, they are fed milk by their mother because platypuses do not have treats. Milk is transferred from the mother's mama glands to the skin, and the young slacker her undurable fur. The youngs are suckled in the burrow until up to three or four months of age when they venture into the open to see daylight and the river for the first time. Tree threats. The biggest threat to a platypus is the loss of habitation, especially land cleaning and dams that disturb the natural water flow and predators. Natural enemies of the platypus include snakes, water rats, gunnus, and interdust animals such as foxes, cats, and dogs. Oh, I didn't know that cats and dogs had issues with platypuses. That is so interesting. Okie dokie, artichokey, it's time for an ad break slash sponsor. So I hope y'all listen and keep on tuning in because we will continue this conversation after our ad slash sponsor. I hope y'all enjoy this podcast today. And the sponsor and ad will be right back. I hope y'all enjoy this podcast. Please stay tuned because the ad is coming up soon. And with the ad coming up soon, I know y'all might want to skip it, but you should at least try to listen to some of it. Maybe it's important. I hope y'all tune back in for more of this podcast. And I hope the ad and sponsor is a good one, Artichokey. Okie dokie, Artichokey. Ad break, it's now. Platypuses, the duck-billed mammal, 6 to 24 inches in length, plus tail. An average soccer ball is 8.65 inches tall. Carnivores, which is their food, have attached streams and rivers. Filling the bill, a platypus is the only mammal with a bill. The dark gray skin on its bill is hairless and moist. Goovers along the side of a platypus's bill helps it filter food from the water. A platypus grinds its food with tough pads in its bill. It has no teeth. A platypus spends 10 to 12 hours each day looking for food underwater. It's electric. Did you know that animals produce electric fields? Probably not, because the electric fields an animal makes are too weak for us to feel. The platypuses are much better at detecting electricity than we are. Sense organs on a platypus bill detect even weak electric fields and help a platypus find its food. Venomous males. Adult male platypuses have a venom gland in each thigh. The venom gland is connected to a small syrup in its hind leg. 
thinks of a platypus sprout as a tiny horn about as long as fingernails. Only male platypuses produce venom, and only during breeding season. As they fight for a chance to mate with a female, both males try to drive their sharp spouses into each other. The venom doesn't kill a rival, it just slows him down for a while. Night and day, platypuses are active at night when they are busy finding food in the water. During the daytime, a platypus hides in its burr in the earth stream bank. Inside a platypus's burr, tunnels lead to oval-shaped chambers. At home with mom, a mother platypus lays one or two eggs and keeps them warm inside her nursery burr. She curls up and nestles an egg between her body and tail. About 10 days later, the baby platypus hatches. It is very tiny, naked and blind, kind of like a gummy bear. <laughs> That's funny because this is what our podcast is called, Gummy Bear Podcast Land. And my YouTube channel is called Gummy Bear Sloths. Baby platypuses stay in nurseries bearer for the first three or four months. Like other young mammals, they drink their mother's milk. A platypus is a type of bird related to a duck. Mm, true. While their bill looks like ducks, the platypus is actually a mammal. So what does false do? You're right. The platypus is a mammal. So it is not related to a duck. A mammal that lays eggs. Platypuses are one of the only five mammals that lay eggs. The other four are species of what we talked about earlier. Cheeky fellows. A platypus cheek pouches hold food while it dies. Coming or going, a platypus's hind foot point backwards. And this information's actually at the San Diego Zoo because they have a platypus. Okay, I thought this was interesting. Because being a duck-billed laying egg venomous weirdo hasn't strange enough, duck-billed laying Platypuses just got a little weirder. Turns out their fur glows green and blue under UV light. That's why some people think they're green. Because it okay. Duck okay. Under visible light, a platypus extreme density fur, which insolutes and protects them in cold weather water. It's a drive down it is a drab brown, so the tippy trippy glow reeled under IV UV light on a stuffed Museum specimen was a big surprise. Biosynthesis absorbing a rear reetamine light as a different color is widespread in fish, birds, and reptiles, but the trait is much rarer in mammals, and this is the first evidence of an a leg egg a leg an egg laying mammal also knows a mentor term, science reported in a new study. Pr 
Prior to the discovery, biophilocene was known only in two mammals, flying squirrels, which are pleasant are pleasantly mammals, and autopsums, which are mere circles according to the study published outline October 15th in the journal Mammal. Study co-author Allison, a doctor Canadian in the Texas and AM Museum University Wildlife and Fisher Department in College Dadden, Texas, have previously tested metamorphosis specimen of flying squirrels and found that all three North American species, the North Flying Squirrel, the South Flying Squirrel, and the Humboldt Flying Squirrel, glow bright pink in UV light cooler than an undergrad at Northland College in Wisconsin and her colleagues reported the results in January 23rd, 2019, while the test of the flying squirrel specimen of signs of bionephrosis, whatever. They decided to look at the mammal species in the same collection too, according to a statement. Birds not flat foot. Platypuses are live in eastern Australia. Okay, so they glow green the blue. That's why some people think they're green the blue. So that is interesting. The platypus, sometimes referred to as a duck-billed platypus, is a lay-egging mammal. Yeah, we know this. Together with the four species, the unique features of a platypus makes it an important subject in the study of evolution biology and reconology, an iconic symbol of Australia. It is culturally significant to several people of Australia who also used to hunt the animal for food. It has appeared as a mascot at national, national events and features on the average of Australia 20 cent coin. And the platypus is the animal embroiled on the state of New South Wales. Until the early 20th century, humans hunted the platypus for its fur, but is now protected through the, its range. Although captive breeding programs have had only limited success, the platypus is vulnerable to the effects of population. It is not under any immediate threat. As of 2020, the platypus is a legally protected species in all states where it occurs. It is listed as an endangered species in South Australia and Victoria and has been recommended for listing in South Wales. The species is classified as a near-threatened species by the IUNC, UCN, IUCN. But a November 2020 report has recommended it is undergrad to threatened species under the federal EPBC Act. Um, there is a lot of stuff about platypuses that we already read. Why did it go to reptiles? I wasn't even talking about a reptile. When the platypus was first encountered by Europeans in 1798, a pelt and sketch were sent back to Great Britain by Captain John Hunter. 
the second governor of New South Wales. British scientists initially hunched was that the abstractions were a hoax. George Shaw, who produced the first description of the animal in the natural Missouri in 1799, stated it was impossible not to enter doubts as to its genuine nature. And Robert Knox believed it might have been produced by some Asian toxamen. It was thought that somebody had sewn a duck beak onto the body of a beaver-like animal. Shaw even took a pair of scissors to the dried skin to check for stitches. The common name platypus literally means flat foot from the Greek word. The scientist's name, I am not saying that. In David Collins' account of the new colony, 1788 and 1801, he described coming across an amphibious animal of the mole species. His account includes a drawing of the animal. The body and the board, flat tail of the platypus are covered with dense brown fur that traps a layer of instilling air to keep the animal warm. The fur is waterproof and the texture is that of a mole. The platypus use its tail for storage of fat reserves. Yeah, I guess if you were the first person to see a platypus, people would think you were crazy, which is what they said. I mean, it's not a... It's a rare creature. It has venom, lictions, but I think it would be interesting to see one in real life. So, if you all get to the San Diego Zoo, which I hope to do one day, not soon, but one day, I would love to see a platypus up and personal. That would be so cool. Well, I hope you all have a great weekend. I hope you all enjoy this fun podcast about platypuses. Okie dokie, artichokey, it's time for an ad break slash sponsor. So I hope y'all listen and keep on tuning in because we will continue this conversation after our ad slash sponsor. I hope y'all enjoy this podcast today. And the sponsor and ad will be right back. I hope y'all enjoy this podcast please stay tuned because the ad is coming up soon and with the ad coming up soon I know y'all might want to skip it but you should at least try to listen to some of it maybe it's important I hope y'all tune back in for more of this podcast and I hope the ad and sponsor is a good one artichokey okay dokey artichokey ad break it's now I hope you all like. You can check me out on Facebook, YouTube, TikTok. I also have another podcast. I hope you all enjoyed this podcast. Bye for now. Over and out.